Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice too, whatever you need. Uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. Welcome to the Strand Tennis Center podcast. Uh, as I am sending a snap right now, which is incredible. Um, so, Santi, you asked me a question what I sent to you, the topic today. What does it mean? What does accountability with insecurity mean? It equals, so how about accountability plus insecurity equals success? And I'll tell you the formula for that. Because tennis-wise, learning, but this is business much more so, um, you have to be accountable for your goals and what you want to do and how you want to achieve them and how successful you want to be. Have to be accountable for making mistakes. You have to be accountable all the way around because I see people being accountable for success, but they're not accountable when they make a mistake, and that's really what success is. You have to be accountable either way. We have the customer or you have the employee or the worker. Some of the customers don't want to be accountable for, say, you know what? I screwed up. I came at the wrong time. I'm sorry. I know your time is busy. A lot of them don't want to be accountable for making that mistake and saying, okay, I owe for the time. It's unfortunate. You know, we're in a situation where the building is really big and you can't double book things and stuff like that. But that's a whole other story. But accountability, teaching-wise, if you're looking for a good pro, a good teammate, a good employee, they need to be accountable plus insecure. And what I mean by that is only me directing it to me. So I'd like to say I'm accountable to the employees. I'm accountable to the place. I'm accountable to the customers. I show up every day. I work as hard as I can. I'm as honest as I can, and I and I am uh, I have as much integrity as I can. I treat people fairly. Blah blah blah. But I am also insecure in the best way possible. Where I'm insecure is if I go on a court and I teach a lesson. I am very very concerned that they're having a good time. And I'm very insecure that I feel like they're not getting enough. There's too many times we've interviewed pros, you know, the hotshot pro we can call it, or the person that thinks they're the greatest, they don't have any insecurity. They go out there, they think they're doing a great job, and their lesson stinks because they think everything they do is perfect because they don't have any humility. So really, to this day, I think I've been teaching, I don't know, since I was 18, I've probably been teaching for, I don't know, how many decades? So... I still have a level of insecurity. I go out there and I go, boy, I hope I'm doing this person well because they're spending a lot of money. They really deserve my very best. And so it makes you like that level. If you go out there and you're just confident, you're like, I'm the greatest. It doesn't matter. That is not the way to be. You have to have being accountable, number one, showing up on time, doing all those things, saying I'm going to be prepared. And then you have to have a level of insecurity. You have to go out there and say, boy, I better do my darndest here because I'm only as good as my last lesson. There's too many pros that have had meetings. I mean, you go through it all the time and they're on their phone and they think it doesn't matter if I'm on my cell phone because I'm teaching these people anyways. It doesn't matter. The lesson is great. The lesson is great because you're engaged and not on your phone. And that's why the lesson is great. It doesn't matter if you gave three or four or five great tips to work on. The fact that you're literally on your phone in between the lesson means that you really, really are not interested in learning the person. You know, you can give great four four great tips of 
in a lesson because you've been doing it for 20 years. Doesn't mean you're interested, right? So that's really what I want to talk about today. To find a great teammate, a great employee, they have to have a level of insecurity in the best way possible. Now, there's always balances, right? It's push and pull. You don't want someone so insecure that they're afraid to say anything. Of course, you have to be confident and and know that in a way that you know what you're doing and you've prepared, but you have to have a level of that insecurity to say, okay, I hope I'm doing a good job because I'm going to do my darndest. Like I still try not to pick up one ball during a whole lesson. In a private lesson, I'll make sure that that person, and I'm not picking up balls for them, they just need to hit more balls. So at the end, we'll pick up the balls with like one minute left. But there's too many times inside a lesson where halfway through they're picking up balls, and that wastes a good seven or eight minutes. That seven or eight minutes is another 20, 30 balls they can hit, and I think it's very important. So simple things like that. Uh, Accountability, look, you have to be responsible for your mistakes. That's the number one thing. And I think as a you know, as an owner or as a, as a founder, you have to be responsible because if you're not, it trickles all the way down. If you don't exercise responsibility, no one on your team will. They'll point fingers all over the place. And that's the big issue. It starts with you. And when it starts with you, it trickles down, right? The place, there's so many places we've gone into where people come in here, like it was a great example. We were like, I don't know. We had muffins one one winter when we first started. Or one session, we started the indoor session. The guy walked in. He was just like, looked around. He couldn't believe there was muffins in here. And he said, I went to this other place and there's no one there. And they t- clock you in and they clock you out. So it was literally like time clock. So the door would lock if you were there past a certain amount of time. There's no one in there. He said it was like a prison. So, uh, you, I mean... So that all of those things trickle down. So from being great to the customer to being accountable to yourself to being great to the, the, uh, the employee, all of those things work their way down and it creates an environment. Like, and a great example of going to other places, you can go into other places where you can see the employees are just angry and they're just not happy. And they, just, and they give that to the customer because the boss is probably an asshole and is just angry and is just using them as props. And just using them to say, all right, I want to suck you dry. Give me as much money as I can out of you. And I don't give a shit if you're happy or not. And that's what happens. So everything you do, it's like, it's not what you say. It's what you do on a simple personal level. I never Mm -hmm. discuss it personally. It's a great thing. Like you can tell kids to do this, this, and this. It's a funny little story because we have a garage, right? And you go into the garage and there's a garbage can right next to the garage. And I'm like, you know, I throw, I take my stuff from the car and I put it in the, in the can, right? <laughs> my wife sometimes takes the stuff and puts it right outside the door of her, of her car door. And I'm like, can you just put it in the can? It's this funny little thing. And, and it's like, then all of a sudden I see my son putting the garbage on the side of his car. And it does, it, she never told him to do that, right? It's always just – it's what you're doing, right? It's what you say. And it's not a big deal. It's just a funny little thing. You put the garbage away. But those little things are big. People will not listen to you anymore. I could tell Santi. I could tell anybody, listen, you got to be honest. you got to be honest. you got to be straightforward. And then I lied to you four different times. 
then you're going to lie four different times to somebody else. It's crazy. Hey, come on in. We're doing a live podcast. This is great. Reese, we're live right now. This is great. Hello, Emily. We are going to do a taste test as well. Thank you for bringing in food. I bought food. Emily was my Uber Eats driver, though. Thank you, Emily. Would you like to be on the podcast? The plot class. I can't even talk. We are live right now, so you're already asking for favors. Hi. Hi, yes. Hi, hi, Reese. Um, Have a seat. But we're going to try Houdini's Pizza right here. You told me to try it and see how good it is. Houdini's is in Fanwood, Reese. So do you, do, do you recommend we try this live? Yeah. Okay, so why don't I, I think it's a lot Santi is a huge pizza guy. Uh, huge. He loves it's, it. It's better fresh. It's better. F- well, it, I just ordered it. Yeah. Well, why are you putting it in front of the camera? Excuse me. Excuse me. Follow camera stuff. We're, we're going to have a margarita. Let's try Let's just try a tradition. And here's your Frankie. That's for Santi. He likes sausage. Okay. So we're going to try it. Santi, you want to try it online? Online. Oh, live. wait, where's my salad? Well, you're not going to eat your salad yet. We're not going to have the okay, lunch fine. here. What are you, crazy? We're going to try this first. Sure. Try well, I, it. I already tried it. I know. I want to see how oh, good it is. Let's try Houdini's. As we're talking about accountability, I'm accountable for buying the pizza. It's sauce is fresh. sweet. Better fresh. I like it. It's like a sweet sauce. What do you think, Santi? You are the extraordinaire. What's on this? Just onions or is it sausage? Sausage, um, on mushrooms, margarita. <laughs> margarita? <laughs> it's a style of pizza. It's not, oh. there's not margarita, oh, no. not a tequila on there. Sorry, go. Interrupt the podcast for some. Pizza. What's the podcast talking about? Accountability and insecurity. <laughs> or accountable to paying attention to what I'm saying and you're not on your phone while we're doing this. <laughs> Look at this. She's live. All right. That wasn't bad. It was good. Houdini's in Fanwood, right? Yeah. It, it needs, like, you need to, like, go to the restaurant and eat it there. It, like, comes out steaming hot. The cheese is, like, melting okay. in your mouth. Right, you don't you don't have to sell so much. I know you work there. Don't sell. You get a commission on this. Thank you for take take your phone. Don't forget your phone. Thanks, dude. Thanks, Reese. Don't forget your phone. Can I have my salad, please? <laughs> don't be loud over there. Eat outside right now. Don't be too loud. Unless you want to talk. You want to talk about tennis for a second? Sure. So where do you play? Me? Well, I know where you play, but oh. tell everybody. Here. No, where do you play in high school? Westfield. You don't have to get that close. You don't have to get that close. Westfield High School. Westfield High School. Okay, do you find it very competitive? Do you find... We asked Nora this uh, last time she goes to Chatham High School, obviously. How is the pressure? How do you feel mm-hmm. over there? Are the te- is the teammates supportive, or do you feel like it's kind of everybody out for themselves? It's okay. You don't, you don't have to mention names. I'm just saying, how does I it think feel? It's, it's, like, supportive. Like, I feel like, because, like, we're still a team, but, like like tryouts because like we compete against each other because it's just like the nature of the sport like we compete against each other and then like to like be better than each other okay so like well competition is good everybody has like a hidden hatred but like 
That's okay, though. Like, listen. Not really. I mean, like, kind of. A hidden hatred's okay. Like, you know, like Nadal and Federer are very nice to each other, but they want to beat the heck out of each other, yeah. right? That's okay. That's good. So what do your, what do your, pay attention, you're all over the place, Emily. <laughs> Stay right here with us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just one more question, and then okay. you can go have your salad. What's your goal for next fall? What do you want to do? Mm. Varsity-wise. I want to play... Like, I want to, like... Actually, I mean, it depends. Because, like, if, like, two of the, the good players that, like, one left her freshman year, if they if her and her sister come back and fill our singles roster, then me and my partner from last year will play again. And, like, we made it, like, kind of far in the doubles yeah, tournament. you guys were a good team. I, I want to I wanna win the doubles tournament. Okay. You want to win the counties? No, we already won the counties. But you want to win the states? I want to win the state That's county. awesome. The state tournament, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to finish this up. Enjoy your salad. Thank you. I'll see you in a bit. Can I skip fitness today? Because I did, I had hockey for an hour and a half. No special treatment for the students, what? Emily. No special treatments, Auntie, right? I just bought you a salad. And that's going to give me, that's going to make me full. So I okay. don't Okay. <laughs> Very good. I don't negotiate. No negotiations. No negotiations. Thanks for picking it up. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Uh, that was an interesting little side note, Santi. But no. So accountability, insecurity, right? It, it, to me, that's a secret sauce, secret formula. The only way really to succeed is you got to feel a little bit like, oh, no, I hope I do a good job because you'll do your darndest. And if everybody did, had that a little bit, and I think that the, the, it's the proper balance of push and pull. Some people are very insecure, like we said, and then some people are too confident. It's very hard to find that sweet spot, right? You need to pull from both ends and find that middle ground where there's enough insecurity but enough confidence to be able to share the information and feel like, okay, this will work. I have to keep trying. I have to keep trying because I think I can do it. I think I can do it. And, and then I know I can do it instead of walking in there and saying I'm the best and you must love me. Very different. Um, that's all we wanted to talk about. Hopefully, uh, go to Houdini's Like the Pizza. They're not sponsoring the podcast, but it was good pizza, Santi. Uh, thanks for today, and uh, talk to you soon. Let's eat. Hey, everybody. Hope you liked the podcast. Please share with your friends, anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves, share it.